0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Stop Shooting All Over Yourself podcast. I am your host, Manessa Konicky. I am a business strategist with 25 years of experience working with one-man shows to multi-million dollar businesses, private enterprises, direct sellers, and biotech companies. And there are a few fundamental truths that I've learned about how to make money and feel successful and enjoy your life at the same time. When I first started my business, I used to hustle and give myself such a hard time about everything. Because there always seemed like there was so much to do and not enough time to do it in. I believed stories about the things that I needed to do to make money. And I believed in the things that made you look successful. I believed that other people knew what it was like to live my life. So I listened to the stories that they told me about what I should be doing to be successful. And unfortunately, they had no idea what it was like to be in my shoes. And their ideas not only didn't always work for me, But trying to force a square peg into a round hole drove me into a depression and illness and finally, my breaking point. The Stop Shutting All Over Yourself podcast is a retrospective journey through those stories. You've heard the same ones that I have and no doubt you are already feeling the pressure and weight of those expectations. Join me today as we revisit some of the antiquated ideas that have no place in our lives anymore and discard them from your business without fear of judgment, without shame, and with the confidence that's going to make you a lot more money. Today, we're going to talk about this idea of spending the money that you make, which seems like a strange thing to talk about until you dive into it like really, really deeply. When I first started my business, um, it was for freedom of time and to make more money than I could at a nine to five job. It was riskier, right? But it had more potential for return. Like I could definitely get a job. I was limited by how much I could earn based off the hours. But with the business that I was running myself, I could make as much as I as much as I wanted. The, the sky was the limit. Now at the time I wasn't very clear on what my goals were beyond getting out of debt and making more money. I was just like, I just want to get out of debt and make more money, right? That was all I wanted to do It was fairly unspecific. Now, um, as I started to grow, I was making money. Okay. And I started to make more money. And as I started to make more money, I started to pay off my debt. I started to get a new car. I had money to do everything that I wanted, right? Everything that I wanted was great, right? But then suddenly I found that I needed new things, right? I needed new clothes. I needed free birds. I needed a bigger car for my inventory. I wanted to pay for vacations, a new printer, a programmer for my website. There was always something that was coming up that I needed and that it cost me more money, okay? So even though I was making a lot of money, I was also spending a lot of money. Now, all of those things, because I was, oh, I need this and I need this and I need this, I was incurring debt, but... I was making money, so why not spend it? I was working hard for it. I deserved to be able to enjoy the money that I was earning. So what was happening is that I was bringing in money and I was spending it as fast as I was making it. So I had a lot of cash flow, lots of cash flow, but I wasn't making a lot of profit, which is very important because if you're not making a profit, you don't really have a viable business, you just have money coming in, right? Now what I didn't realize was that I had locked myself into a cycle where I would never be able to actually rest because I was always gonna have debt with my spending habits. There's no judgment, but my goals were not aligned with my spending habits, which means that I was setting up, setting myself up for failure, right? Because I wanted to relax, I wanted to rest, I didn't want to have to work anymore. I wanted to be able to have a ton of money in the bank. I wanted to be able to say, I'm not working this week, I'm just gonna sit and watch TV and eat bonbons. And that's what I wanted, that's the freedom that I wanted, right? But I had set up an infrastructure in my business that made it impossible for me to ever rest because my spending habits were accelerating faster or as fast as my income, right? And that was my internal impetus in terms of the money that I was spending. But there was also a social external impetus that was creating a huge challenge for me, okay? The people that I knew, right, and that I was spending time with when I was making a lot of money, also had very poor spending habits, right? But they were doing the same thing that I was. They were making a lot of money and they were spending it on a lot of things. They were buying other cars, second cars, third cars, third houses, this. They were spending money on a whole bunch of things, expensive shoes, expensive clothes. And again, I'm not saying this as a judgment against them or me, but these are very poor spending habits, right? And because they were doing it and they portrayed success, and because I had not spent a lot of time thinking at this point in terms of really articulating what would make me happy, right? I got really caught up in like making money, I'm spending money, I'm making money, I'm spending money, I want this, I want that, I'm gonna spend money, I deserve. So the story changed at some point from me starting my business for some very specific reasons in terms of freedom and money to, but like non-specific in terms of what it looked like, right? to being all about just making and spending, making and spending and making and spending, right? So now I was just constantly working to pay for the lifestyle that I had created for myself. Now, again, this isn't to say that anyone is bad or that anyone put peer pressure on me. Nobody ever did. But I mean, other than the general peer pressure of me wanting to be like everybody else, but nobody was actively saying, oh my God, you're a loser if you don't buy things. But you get caught up in the momentum of the people that are around you, whether they're your friends, your colleagues, other uh, other people in the same business as you. When you surround yourself with people who are behaving in a certain way, you will also behave in that certain way, right? So the larger societal pressures resulted in me um, doing things that were quite uh, uh, foolish, right, when I, was, when I was younger. So when I was, I was younger, way younger, I, my, I, my husband and I, my ex-husband uh, and I were millionaires, like he inherited a large sum of money. Um, and so we had $2 million and we bought a house. So I think it was like 600 something grand for cash and paid it. It was a beautiful house. My mother actually ended up living and dying in that house. And I was so grateful to have that house for that time in her life because she got to end her life in the, honestly, as best of a way as you can, you know, considering the circumstances. And so she was very happy there. Um, but because I didn't understand money, I didn't understand what true success looked like, and I was simply going by the trappings of su- visual success, not actual freedom and money. When I and my husband and I divorced, I I sold the house to him for one dollar, and 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 it ultimately ended up that that house sold for like several million dollars. That then the people broke up into two different duplexes, and then sold each of them for one point five million dollars. Right. So the house that was six hundred forty five thousand dollars when I first bought it was now million, right? This is that, now you might think, why are you telling me this, right? The reason why I'm telling you this is because if I had had an understanding of how to create true freedom in my life, I would have made different choices. But at the time, I did not understand, both when I was in my 20s, when my mother passed, and then when I ran an extremely successful business, and then when I ran another extremely successful business, right, I still didn't really necessarily, until I came to this business right here, I did not fully understand what success and freedom actually look like. So I made a lot of choices that kept me like that house that I bought back when I was in my twenties could have kept me in good shape for several years. But as it was, I basically got, you know, maybe a year out of it afterwards. And then I was right back on the hustle train again, because I was not, I was only thinking about bringing money in. I wasn't thinking about what happens to it afterwards. What is my mindset when it comes to me? What am I thinking about in terms of spending it and storing it and saving it and investing it? What are those those thought processes? And those are important to know and recognize because those are the things that often hold us back. Now one of the main things is, is that most of us do not know what dollar amount is necessary for us to have the life that we want to live, like the true life. Like if you sit down and design your life and know exactly, okay, so I, and I know what I want my life to look like. I want to be able to get up whenever I want to. I want to go live at 10. I used to go live at nine and then I was like, nope, I want to go live at 10. I want to be able to work only a couple of days a week. I want to be able to work on Mondays and Tuesdays, have Tuesdays be a big heavy day, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, Wednesday is a half day, and then the rest of the week is my weekend. I have a four, three and a half day weekend, right? I want a two and a half day work week and a three and a half day weekend, right? So these are the things, or yeah, these are the things that I've been thinking about in terms of what is it real, what do I really want my business to look like, right? And um, for me, it's uh, the future retirement planning, um, which is obviously a conversation for another day. Um, my present goals are to be able to pay my bills at home, to not worry about money to be able to work whenever I want to during the day, not on a set schedule unless determined, without pressure. I don't wanna feel like I have to do anything, like it's like, oh, you have to do this. I don't wanna be on a set schedule. Um, I wanna take joy in my work because it is meaningful to me and I'm having an impact on people's lives and it makes money as a consequence, right? Those are the things that I want. So my next question becomes, how much does that cost, right? That's the question we don't often ask. We don't often sit down and say, okay, this is what my life looks like. How much does this life cost? So I know that if I want to live this life, I need $15,000 a month for just me. And then if I want to staff, right, I need 20. Okay. So that's what I need to make from my business for me to be able to live a successful life and have all of the things that I want. So anything above that is gravy, right? Anything above that is gravy. For many of us, we don't put down a financial goal or why we've selected that goal. So the goal keeps growing, 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 and we end up getting caught up in the momentum of the people that we surround ourselves with or societal pressures or things we see on TV. And eventually that $15,000 goal, uh, Sire and I found ourselves in this space at one point where we were making like $30,000 a month. And for us, we kept saying how we were failures. We kept talking about how we were miserable and we didn't know what we were doing and we just were so hard on ourselves. But our we had already not only had we killed our goals we had we had killed our goals and then some. But at the same time, because we had not been paying attention to what our original goals were and really like making sure that we were being mindful that we changed the goalpost on ourselves constantly and then gave ourselves a hard time for not hitting this new goalpost that just kept moving. And no marathon runner can run a race if you keep moving the goalposts. So now somebody gets to the end of the Boston Marathon and someone says, JK, Lowell, your end goal is actually in Maine. Keep running. Well, that person's just going to stop. You've seen these people crawling over the finish line. There's no way that they're going to get to the, 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 the place in Maine, right? So even though I know that this is what I want, right? So I just articulated for you what it is that I want out of my life, right? If I look back at the last 10 years or so, I wasn't actually living my life like this, right? So like, this is what I have wanted for my life for quite some time, um, probably since, you know, I would argue probably since 2013 or 14, I've really been thinking about this idea of freedom and joy and that kind of thing. But I, you know, it was, still a, it was still a zygote, so it wasn't really anything comprehensive, nothing that I could even grasp my hands on. But these are just ideas and thoughts that have just been kind of going through my head. But if I go through the last 10 years or so, I realized that I was not there. The habits that I was putting in place and the life that I was living were not reinforcing or in uh, support of the goals that I had set for myself. Right. So, for example, if my goal is to be able to um, be able to pay all of my bills, then how is spending fifteen hundred dollars on free birds? actually going to solve that problem for me, right? How is that giving me freedom, especially especially when those freebirds I wore them for a little while and I've never worn them since because they hurt my back, right? So that's the key thing to sort of think about there is, right? Like so I ignored the pain in my back because the freebirds looked so cool and they were so fun and they were so great, but like I was sacrificing a great deal financially and physically to be able to wear those freebirds because I was trying to keep up with something that I thought I needed to keep up with, right? And the thing to keep in mind is, is that this is my story. What I'm using the Freebirds as an example because when I look at them, they are the things that I like, <laughs> I can't believe I said, I mean, they're amazing. They're beautiful shoes, I love them. People, I think they're like, they're great. They just, my back hurts, it doesn't work for me, right? And I still have a couple that I'll throw on every so often where I'm like, eh. But for the most part, I would not, if I didn't have them, all I wear right now are sneakers. If I didn't have them, I wouldn't mind. So all of that money, which I think total probably is about five grand that I spent on Freebirds, could have gone into retirement. When I think about what that five grand could have become, right, if I had invested it five years ago, and now it would just be keep making me money, which one is a better solution, right? Which one is the better use of that money? Again, if you love free birds and you're going to wear them all the time, then spend the money on it. That's not the problem. The the key is, is what is your actual goal? And are you spending your money in alignment with those goals, right? So if your goal is to run a really successful business that is automated, is you creating a group that you need to be present in all the time, really a good use of your time, right? It's not in furtherance of your particular goal. But if you're looking to build a community of people around a particular topic, that then you can sell to, well, then a group makes perfect sense, right? But it really is about what is your goal and are the steps that you're taking, the habits that you have developed, are those in alignment with that goal or are you just doing them and your goal is somewhere else over here that you're just like, oh, well, that's a goal that I have, but I'm doing these things and in our minds, those two are not interrelated. And for me, that's what it was. I just was spending all the money over here. I want my freedom over here and never the twain shall meet, even though those two are inextricably entwined to each other. Now, the feeling for me, right, for me, I've always had a desperate need to keep making more money, right? So it's just desperate need. It comes from, I've never felt like there was enough, I was always afraid, I still find myself defaulting to this fear of I always need to make more money, need to make more money, need to make more money. So you've got this idea of where I need to spend a lot of money, and then I have this idea that I need to make more money, and then I keep telling myself, hey listen, I've made more money, I deserve to spend it, and you can see how this cycle just keeps going. Now. I'm describing my cycle to you in intimate detail because I want you to see what it looks like inside my head so that when you are looking inside your own head and examining these things, you might be able to find some parallels or you might be able to see what stories you're telling yourself or what things you've brought with you from your childhood that you may wanna massage out because those are the things that are actually holding you back in your business, not the fact that you're not making enough money, it's the fact that your spending habits are poor or you do not have your goals in alignment with your spending habits. now for me, I went to therapy so I could work my way through a lot of these things. So in therapy, I worked through this understanding of money and security and where a lot of my issues came from and how the, you know, when I was a kid having our electricity turned off and we were constantly worried about money and we, you know, sometimes we didn't have electricity, sometimes we didn't have water. It's like, it was just, there was always something going on when we were kids. Then as I grew up, and um, uh, we moved into uh, Brighton, and I brought these very negative money habits with me. What ended up happening was we got really close to being evicted from the house, from the apartment we were living in. It was, like, really terrifying. Sarah and I ended up, like, we were in such a deep depression. We both each ended up getting three jobs apiece, worked nonstop, uh, borrowed money from my aunt. It was just a really tough, tough time. But um, And those came as a result of the behaviors that, that I was engaging in. But at the time, I had not put those two things together. I was just like, I don't understand why all this is happening. I know I need to spend less, but but I wasn't able to, like... These were just words that were coming out. I hadn't figured out inside what that meant, right? I knew that I needed to spend less so that I wouldn't have more debt, but that was surface level language. I understood it in my head. I said the words, but deep down inside, I didn't understand how to, how to make that happen in me so that I didn't, didn't want to spend more money, right? Because I was spending this more money as a coping mechanism, right? So like I had things to work out in therapy. Once I worked those things out in therapy, the next thing that I realized was that um, I had some money mindset issues in addition to the, the 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 core beliefs that I had about my my about money growing up. I also had some money mindset issues about my own self worth, about value, about selling, about sales, so on and so forth. So I hired a money mindset coach, Amy Crean, who worked with me over the course of about six sessions, um, and it was absolutely brilliant. It completely changed my life thanks to the questions that she asked and the. The way that she the way that we discussed my my history with money in a completely safe and non judgmental way helped me to release a lot of these ideas about money and gave me a lot of tools that i 've been able to go back to many 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 times um, since then to be able to um, uh, uh, massage through sales ideas language it, it, the money mindset training that I took with Amy. Uh, it was also training was coaching with her was, was instrumental, not just in terms of helping me with my money mindset, but also in terms of helping me with my marketing language, because she really helped me to, to massage out some of the values that I offer. Um, the other thing that it was very, very critical, very, very critical for me was, uh, my friendship with Amy Lee. So now, Amy Lee and I have worked together for many, many years. Amy Lee Westervelt, and she uh, and I, we are, we don't, um, we kind of coach each other. So we just do accountability buddies, and we coach each other and that kind of thing. And she was the person who really started to get me talking about my goals, my vision, and a true idea, a, a true articulation of my dream. What do I want? What have I always wanted? What is important to me? And she really helped me to like get really deep look inwards to figure out what I wanted so that I would know, okay, if this is what I want and I'm looking inside, now how do I put these systems in place to get there? Because until you know what you really want, what your goals truly are, you're never gonna be able to put up a system to get there because you don't know where you're going. It's sort of like saying if you get in the car and I'm like, take me to the place. And you're like, and I know where this place is, okay? I know in my head where this place is, but you don't. And I'm like, take me there now. And you're like, I, where is it? Just take me there we're at a standstill at that moment. Like there's really, there's, you're like, okay, okay, listen, I can drive and I'll just drive somewhere, but you could drive in the complete opposite direction. And without me giving you any information, it's like, well, okay, we'll just sit here. Maybe we should just sit here instead. Right. Which is why a lot of us just, just end up sitting here instead, because it's like, you're saying go where, right. Amy Lee helps you to pull out from within the things that you truly desire so that you can make a map for yourself about what it is that you really want then you need systems to make that happen right and that's where that's where i come in right so now once you've sorted out what you want the next thing is, okay, how do I put these things in place to make that happen, right? So that's where the roadmap to success comes in and 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 uh, that's when, you know, all of your day-to-day activities for your business that you're currently doing, that's what, where those comes in. But now that you know what it is that you want, you can discard things that are no longer relevant to your goals as opposed to doing them because you feel like you should or should not be doing them, you know, however that is, right? Um, if you don't have... A strong goal and if you don't have a strong vision of what it is that you want your life to look like and you don't have systems in place to reinforce that, you will end up staying on this cycle over and over and over again where you keep finding yourself back in the space where you're not making enough money, you're constantly chasing things down, you feel like a failure and you're, 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 there's a lot of money coming in but there's not a lot of profit happening so you're not feeling like you're gaining any traction. Now, as long as you are on this chase to keep making money for whatever reason, your days will get longer, your health will suffer, and you will end up forgetting to pay $70,000 in taxes like I did, because this is something that is so important. Talking about these things like not spending your money or spending your money, but being mindful about how you do it, recognizing the difference between cash flow and profit, um, not allowing yourself to get sick because you're working too hard or too long, all of these things compound to create an environment in which you will make foolish decisions you will make decisions that you probably would not have made otherwise because you will not have access to your full brain capacity because it's drained from all the other things that you're doing for many many years I thought I was stupid because I was I was like, I don't understand how I didn't pay taxes, $70,000. I knew I knew I had to pay taxes. Uh, if you listen to the Why Are We Shouting podcast with uh, Joe Salzman, I talk about this story in great depth. But when you listen to how it happens, it could happen to anyone. And it it isn't even about the taxes. It could, that Something like that, something that catastrophic of a level could happen to any business owner because of the way that we run our businesses. And the most important thing to understand about making money and being successful is that you've gotta know what you want, otherwise you're never gonna feel like you're successful because you will always feel like you're falling short, right? So, here are the things that I wanna recommend for you. Spend some time meditating. Uh, You can download the Headspace app. Um, I do a regular daily meditation. And even if you can't do it daily, do it as often as you can give yourself time to sit with yourself in terms of just getting comfortable with your own mind and your own uh, and your own inner inner voice because that's where your goals dreams and de- desires actually come from the next thing that i'd recommend is head over to com and sign up for her the link is in the show notes and sign up for her dream design uh, intensive she will help you to figure out what these goals are for you she will she has a lot of different tools that will allow you to pull from within your own mind your own dreams your own goals, your own preferences, and she will help you craft what it is that you want. It'll come from within you. And she just helps you see what it is that you're looking for in the first place, right? Once you have that, now you know what you're looking for. And then the next step is let's figure out, we can do this together. You know, we have trainings in the squad where we do this. The squad is, uh, uh, we're launching in April, um, where we talk about where you, then you think about, okay, how much money does it cost to hit this? and then you know what you actually need to make each month, and then you can use that as your benchmark, right, for now you, for how to, um, for, for setting your, your uh, um, uh, oh my God, I totally lost my train of thought. Now you can use that as your, uh, as your milestone markers. Okay, there was a time when I thought I was all alone out here with my belief systems about money, success, and income. I thought there was something wrong with me because I simply couldn't figure out the trick Uh, no matter how many new tools or systems I tried, um, I just, I wasn't able to figure out the trick that was making it work for so many people, but like not exactly for me the way it was supposed to. I was making the, again, the money is not the issue. Success. There are people out there right now, and I want you to know this. If you are making a lot of money and you still feel like a failure, that's a thing that happens. And if you're not making any money and you feel like a failure, that's also a thing that happens. This is income agnostic. Um... But it turns out there are millions of us who are not talking about these issues. We're not talking about them because we either feel too bad or we don't want people to think that we're, we're foolish or we don't want people to think we don't know what we're doing. There's a lot of reasons why we don't, um, but we don't talk about it. And um, so we're not able to get out of some of these really bad patterns that we find ourselves in because we don't know that everybody's also doing the same thing and so we can't talk it through. The good news is that there are a lot of us and we are learning more every day. I began feeling happier almost immediately after I started working through some of these ideas. And my life completely changed when I hired Amy Crean as my money mindset coach. Because seriously, if you just wanna work through your money mindset issues and just someone will just sort everything out with you, hire Amy Crean of Inspired Bravery. She will just walk you through it and at the end you'll feel better. It's like, I didn't wanna figure it out on my own so I basically just threw money at the problem. Um, But start with marinating, right? And sitting on what you've heard today. If you have questions or you need help, head over to my business page where we recorded this live and ask your questions on the thread. The link is in the show notes. If you want to watch this recording live, which I know you do, join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern on my Facebook page and join the Q&A after. You can also join the conversation for this episode on the page right now.